Hi, I'm Erica Ramirez, founder of Gilly and host of What About Your Friends, a podcast dedicated to the many lives of friendship and how it's portrayed in pop culture. Every Wednesday on the Ringer Dish feed, I talk to my best friend, Stephen Othello, and your favorites from within the Ringer and beyond about friendships on TV, in movies, pop culture, and our real lives. So join me every Wednesday on the Ringer Dish feed, where we try to answer the question TLC asked back in the day, what about your friends? Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like when your fantasy league meets up at your house. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this is anything but a fantasy. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. This episode is brought to you by Hyundai. Think about all the stuff you can do now on Sundays after the Super Bowl's over. Adventurous activities. You need a Hyundai to get you there. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped for any adventure with features like available H-Track, all-wheel drive. You can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud or available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Football show. My name is Danny Heifetz, and I am joined by Danny Kelly and Craig Corbeck, and we are back. Woo-hoo. We We're are back, world baby. traveled. We are cultured now. <laughs> <laughs> we know. We know so much about Europe. It's it's insane right now, you guys. Ask me anything about Europe. Go. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna where'd give you all, all go? Europe. Where'd you all, Where'd you guys go? No, Let's no, recap no. It. We're gonna give all we'll our Europe experiences. Okay. And our Europe trips and takes and stories and dumb American thoughts at the end of the show. So you can stick around if you actually have any thoughts on what we think about the world, which I don't know. You probably don't want to hear it. We were talking about live golf before that. So we'll spare you that too. Um, so we have been here on this feed, but we've actually been gone. We banked those episodes. So a lot's happened the last few weeks while we've been traveling. So mm-hmm. today... We're going to go through all the stuff that happened while we were gone because there's OTAs, you know, there's off-season practices, there's mini camps, a lot of stuff happening. Also, is there though? Is there really stuff happening? Honestly, there's like a handful of important stories and a lot of funny headlines. And that's really what we're going to do today. We're going to hit like four things that happened that you should know about and like 10 things that were really funny that if you missed, you should definitely know about. (laughs) And that's really it. Right. And then we're going to do some dumb emails. So... We can start with a little. We're also just going to rip off kind of what uh, Craig's fiance Liz. They do Tea Time, their podcast, where they basically just cover everything you need to know in the world of entertainment, and that's really what we're doing today. Yeah. So shout out to Liz and Kate and Amelia for letting us kind of steal their format. Yeah, like the the kind of the rapid fire celebrity news gossip corner. We're kind of just taking that over for the NFL right now. It's the summertime. Like nothing really matters that's going on in the news right now, but it's still interesting. We're going to talk about it. All right, so we can start with the one thing that I actually think was a big deal that happened while we were gone, which is DeAndre Hopkins got cut by the Cardinals. Sure. Uh, the car- it's not like he sucks now. It's basically the Cardinals are tanking and cutting salary because they're cheap. And DeAndre Hopkins was one of the most expensive players in the NFL. Today is his 31st birthday also. Oh. Happy birthday, DeAndre. I believe. Wow. So explain to me why you tank when you just paid your quarterback $250 million. 
because you're a well, bad team. Well, now that Dan Snyder's gone, the Cardinal Michael Bidwell, the owner of the Cardinals, is the worst owner in the NFL. They're like culturally, like they the Cardinals were tied with Washington that NFLPA survey. We're like they were charging players for box lunches. The weight room players said was unsafe. They're being they've had multiple executives say he's awful, and also like they're just cheap. Like they're just a cheap team. I think I think for the Cardinals, honestly, Craig, to answer your question, anything is on the table going forward. Like they might move on from Kyler. That if seems they like the first what they have pick, to do, right? Yeah. I mean, they've loaded up, absolutely freaking loaded up on 2024 picks. They have incredible amount of uh, draft capital next year, including what might be the top overall pick. And, you know, the one of the most highly anticipated quarterback prospects in a while here with Caleb Williams coming out of USC. And so they could absolutely move on from Kyler. Um, I think they're basically just treating this year as like, you know, any new regime comes in, they're just basically resetting everything. And and anybody, there's no sacred cows, as Heifetz likes to say. Um, and so I, I could absolutely see them moving on from Kyler after this year. And Kyler might not even play this year, honestly, depending on how his injury rehab goes. So we'll see. I, I If Kyler Murray is, is as similar to Ben Simmons as I think he is, I do think there's a chance he's healthy, but then it's like, why would I come back for this? Right. Year? We'll he's see. just like, eh, we'll wait till next year. He's definitely going to be on like the Bucks next year and the Cardinals are going to draft Caleb Williams. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. He'll pull it. He'll pull a Jamie Tart. He can just go on like Love Island or something. But so Hopkins gets cut. He's a free agent. He can sign anywhere. He, teams are interested. I wouldn't say they're beating down the door for Hopkins. As DK said, he's 31. Hopkins actually has the most catches through age 30 of any player in NFL history. So wow, really? I feel like a few years ago, he was elite of the elite. Like he traded the Cardinals. He had that incredible, the Hale Murray catch. Like he was a top six fantasy receiver, fantasy receiver 1,400 yards, six touchdowns. Last two seasons, Cardinals are a disaster. Cliff Kingsbury's fired. Kyler Terrace is ACL. Hopkins misses 15 games in the last two years, including six for a PED suspension. He's 31. And I'm curious, like, I guess DK doesn't really count because you have good receivers. But, like, how good do you think DeAndre Hopkins is? Like, he's not as good as Cooper Cup and Justin Jefferson. But, like, I want him on the Giants. Right. Like, I mean, he's still, he's still incredible. Good. He's still good. Here's the deal. He's And I don't know if he's ever really been a burner a tape, take the top off the defense type of guy. But what he does is create separation late in his routes. He's just so good at, you know, using little push-offs, little tugs. He's really, really good in terms of like boxing guys out. So like he doesn't really need to get open, quote unquote, get open as much as a lot of other receivers. And that's kind of how he's always been. I, I think now in the, in the twilight of his career, he's 31 years old. He's probably not as explosive as he used to be. He's certainly not as explosive as he used to be, but he still could be a high volume, like chains moving type receiver, good in the red zone. I mean, I would want him on my team. Absolutely. I think the question, the reason he's not signed yet is probably just because he wants to get the most possible money, you know, going forward. And he's just kind of like trying to play his cards right. Make sure he, he gets on a team that's going to win, I think is the other thing that's probably like holding him back. He just wants to like kind of wait and see. There's no huge rush to get him on a team. He's probably not super excited to go do like OTAs and stuff. I, I, I kind of think he's a bigger deal than people are giving him credit for. I think he should be a hotter commodity. Maybe he is, and he's just trying to get the most money, like DK said. But DeAndre Hopkins is still, in my mind, I think like one of the elites and could easily have one of his classic seasons this year if he's on the right team. He's yeah. basically, yeah, he missed 15 games in the last two years. One of them, like you said, was for the PED suspension, six games. And then he like, what was it, his foot he hurt last year, his ankle or something? And he, and he missed uh, like seven games. That's it. His whole career, he's played 16 games in every season but one. And in that one, he played 15 games until last year. Like, mm. he doesn't get hurt. The guy is incredibly he's healthy, tough. incredibly well, he productive. He does get hurt, yeah. but he plays through it because he's tough. Right, sure. Like, the man is on the field producing every single week. And I would, 
I would kill to have like when Odell Beckham has been a free agent like the last two years. I don't see this as the same thing at all. Right, like Odell, all. I'm like he's washed. He's coming off multiple bad injuries. DeAndre Hopkins is like healthy, 31 years old. I, I think people should be chomping at the bit to get him. Where do you think he ends up? I have no idea. The teams make we know a, are make not a interested. Guess right now, make a guess right now. Isn't he only going to go where he can win? I doubt he's going to go to like some so, shit team. The Cowboys and Jags basically already ruled him out for cap purposes. And basically, I think that if you, it's basically, is he going to take a discount to go somewhere that's cat? That's because teams have spent their cash. It's either a team that's cashed out, but he can win a Super Bowl like Kansas City, or a yep. team that can pay him and like try to win a Super Bowl. I honestly, Cleveland, like obviously played with Deshaun Watson forever. Yep. And they actually do have cap space. I don't know if he fits with Amari Cooper. I don't know if the Browns want to pay that much money. Uh, but fits with Amari Cooper. Like this is what I'm asking. This who cares? Get him on the team. Right. Like let him do his thing. <laughs> it's That's DeAndre thing. Hopkins. Have to fit with these. Honestly, other guys. like the it's Patriots. Does Amari Cooper fit with DeAndre. It's not just DeAndre <laughs> fit with Amari Cooper. That's what I'm saying, yeah. The Patriots need it. Honestly, the Patriots and the Giants, I think, need him as much as any team. I don't. Does he want to catch no. passes from Daniel Jones? That's what. I, that's exactly what I was wondering. I kind of think no. Uh, I don't, but New York City is probably pretty cool for him, but like, that's about it. And honestly, the Patriots, it's like, I, he literally basically already said he wouldn't go to the Patriots. He was asked, someone asked him to don't answer the questions. Just tell us with your body language. He was like, New England oh, yeah. Patriots. And he was like, mm. and then it was like <laughs> Buffalo Bills. And he's like, yeah, <laughs> it's gotta be the so, Bills, right? Well, cause Bill O'Brien, the Patriots offensive coordinator. Yeah. I think the Bills, but the hard Jets. not to go play with Josh Allen. Dude, I, maybe that's, I don't know, man. What about the? I, there's why? rumors connecting him to the Texans, which I think is a little bit interesting. I just think, does he really <laughs> want to go to a team Ooh. that's going to win five games? Probably not. I think it's got to be the Bills. It's got to be the Bills. The Texans and the could pay him to just like, yeah. you know, make CJ Stroud like help him learn as a rookie. But like, I don't know. It's weird to go back to the Texans. What does this do for Marquise Brown on the Cardinals? How do we feel about him now? Oh, he's going to go off. Well, who's going to be playing quarterback? I guess is the first question you ask. Well, I think it's Colt McCoy to start the season and Kyler Murray at some point will take over. So the Cardinals, I, I want to just know for the Cardinals. So right now, well, I don't know if these guys would actually play together at the same time. However, if the Cardinals did, Adam Leviton had established the run, pointed this out. If the Cardinals trotted out, they're starting through receivers. In theory are Marquise Brown, Rondell Moore, <laughs> and uh, Greg Dortch. That Dorched. would probably be the smallest Dorched. group of play. Dorched. That's probably the smallest group of receivers in the 21st century, maybe ever. Marquise Brown's 5'9", Rondell Moore and Greg Dortch are 5'7". Those are the top three receivers. On the and team. then Tossin Kyler. It's the Munchkins. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> like, these guys, like, they're a it's high like they school basketball team. they change the aspect teams. ratio of the TV or whatever. It's like everybody's really squished down and short. There are middle school basketball teams with people taller than the receivers. The <laughs> oh, Cardinals. easily. Like, it's insane <laughs> to think about. I like that. All right. So we have Hopkins ranked uh, 47th on fantasyfootball.themarrow.com. Check it out. But that's, honestly, we have not updated that. And we obviously, when he signs somewhere, we'll have a much better idea of what he's going to do. Right. Okay. Next person probably going to get cut. Dalvin Cook. So mm. he has not been released yet from the Vikings. I think he's going to. Something has to change. The Vikings are a very analytics-based front office. And obviously, analytics is like they don't want to pay running backs. Problem. Right now, Minnesota poised to pay the most cash to running backs this season. That's not going to work. So a cut is coming. It's either Dalvin Cook will take a pay cut to stay or he will just get cut, period, and go. And if he gets mm -hmm. cut, everyone just assumes it would be the Dolphins because they've had trade talks. And also Dalvin Cook's from South Florida. He trains in South Florida. He like lives in South Florida. And Miami's the team. So everyone, 
I, I would say that's certainly the leader in the clubhouse is that Dalvin Cook would go there. I, we could talk about Dalvin and how good he is, or honestly, I'm kind of intrigued. I think Alex Madison, who has just been like the Tony Pollard North in, behind Dalvin Cook for years, Alex Madison might be a top 40 player and that might be shorting him if Dalvin Cook gets cut. I was going to ask you this. Do you guys think he's good? I don't really think he's that good. I think he's just kind of like a guy. I was just going to say, I never knew if his his numbers he was putting up in fantasy was because he was good or just because he was getting all the touches. He was like the rare yeah. backup who would come in and literally take like 99% of the touches when Dalvin was out. He's like a poor man's David Montgomery. It's just a guy that will get, he, he's kind of good at everything, but not great at anything kind of deal. And He was just there. To yeah. your point, this is from um, ESPN. Uh, Alex Madison has 404 career carries. One of those 400 has gone for more than 24 yards. <laughs> yeah, see, definitely not explosive. So therefore, not really much like Pollard. I, th- I know what you're saying. Basically, the guy. I just meant that. What, to yeah, be clear, yeah, I just yeah. meant he was like the handcuff that when the guy ahead of him got hurt, he actually was a top five fantasy option every week. But stylistically, yeah. opposite players. But to your point, they did pay him like he's going to be their starter uh, in this offseason. I think they gave him, what was it, a two-year deal with six, six million, million guaranteed. guaranteed, which is not doesn't sound like much, but that's a lot relative for like the running back position right nowadays, especially for a guy who hasn't really gotten a lot of volume over the years. Yeah, I mean, it, it, the the writing is on the wall. If you read or if you follow the money, obviously, Madison looks like the starter and we're going to have to bump him up a lot. If Can I add a addendum gets, to that on the money? Madison actually was asked about why he signed the contract and he cited understanding how it's all laid out and how it's all going to work out. End quote. As in Dalvin's getting cut. That's very, you know, illuminating. And if you read between the lines, obviously he thinks he's going to be a starter. But if Dalvin Cook finds that his market is very small because Cook didn't really have that great of a year last year. Like all of his underlying numbers really fell off in terms of his efficiency, elusiveness, explosiveness. Um, he just wasn't himself, quote unquote himself. But I... I if, if and yet he played market, all 17 games. It was his most healthy season of his career. It's the only season he's ever played every game. Right. But if he, if he finds he doesn't have a market, I could see him taking a huge pay cut to return. And then Madison's like, well, fuck. Yeah, <laughs> I know? think that what happened was Dalvin Cook was like, yeah, sure, cut me. I'll be a starter. And then now Dalvin Cook's like, oh, Zeke hasn't signed. Kareem Hunt hasn't signed. Leonard Fournette hasn't signed. Why? The would Dolphins I... drafted Devin A. Chain and signed yeah. two other guys. And it's like, maybe they don't need me anymore. You know, there's point, a lot DK, going on about Dalvin Cook. This is from our guy, Billy Barnwell, who we love, but definitely just not listen to this podcast. Billy. But Billy B. Uh, a third of Dalvin Cook's carries gained positive, like rushing yards over expectations. So basically, if you account for the context of blocking and everything, like how much a running back is supposed to get. Only a third of Dalvin Cook's carries gained positive rushing yards over expectation, which is bottom two among mm-hmm. all running backs with 200 carries. And then on top of that, Dalvin Cook had the most rushes in the NFL, 62 rushes that went zero or negative yards. A quarter yeah. of his carries did not gain yardage or lost yardage. Somebody was sharing a, a replay of a, of a play and it's the, the tweet was essentially like, this is the, the exact point in which the Vikings realized they were going to move on from Dalvin Cook. And it was like, he took a handoff from like the five yard line, chopped his feet really, really quickly for like way too long and then just like tipped over when the guys hit him. It was just like the most <laughs> pathetic run. But it's but I love using just one play to like encapsulate an entire season. But uh, still, like obviously he's he's fallen off from his massive efficiency early on in his career. Um, and I mean, that's again why I don't think there's much of a market here for him right now. I feel like Dalvin Cook and Alexander Madison are like Ricky Bobby and Cal Naughton. And Alexander Madison's just like, what if maybe I could win one? <laughs> and Dalvin Cook's like, 
Yeah, but then how am I going to win if you? Win? you know what I mean? <laughs> Good point. Good point. Can I be the starter? And he's like, yeah, but then I wouldn't be the starter. Alex Madison's on the phone with Alvin Cook. Like, how do I turn on the stereo and the TV at the same time? He's like, Why am I talking to you, man? <laughs> I like to party. All right, we'll talk a lot more about Madison, Dalvin Cook, whenever that happens. Uh, this is this one was wild. This one was ridiculous. All right, speaking of news, Jimmy Garoppolo got secret foot surgery. I missed this one. The story. This is crazy. So Jimmy G, so he signed with the Raiders like March 17th and they postponed the press conference. The contract was delayed. It was weird. The Raiders were like, don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about it. When they say don't worry about it, that's when you start to really worry. <laughs> panic is when everyone's like, you should panic when people's like, don't panic. Turns out right after Jimmy G signed, he got foot surgery and he would not have passed the physical. So like, you know what? We won't even take a physical. So Jimmy G had to sign an addendum to his contract. And this is from Pro Football Talk. And I'm quoting uh, the, the passage they added to his contract. In the absence of this waiver, Garoppolo would not pass the club's physical examination because of a pre-existing medial and middle cuneiform and a fracture of the base of the second metatarsal in the player's left foot, end quote. And then going on, player also understands that such condition has decreased his ability to play professional football. Ooh. Basically what that means, the Raiders signed, made him sign a new deal because his foot's broken. They took away his entire signing bonus, made it salary, and the nut of all this, the Raiders can just cut Jimmy G when any they want, whenever they want, unless he can pass a physical, they don't owe him a dollar. So the Raiders can just cut him at any point if he doesn't improve, and they don't have to pay him anything. So Jimmy G might never play for the Raiders after all this. <clears throat> Tom Brady. Uh, Tom Brady. Come on now. Come on. Come on, Tom. What's happening? What are you doing? Well, if not Tom Brady, Kyler Murray is going to be an awesome Raider next year. <laughs> this, oh, well, I can think, see it, that. So, all right. We're, I was going to do, like, definitely not ominous headlines because Bra literally next to this is the headline, Tom Brady, quote, certain he's retired, quote, dream is to buy into the Raiders. Right around when Jimmy Whoa. G might never play again. Raiders could use a cash infusion right now. Dude. It all works out. I have no idea what the rules are for people owning a team and playing, but Tom Brady's sure trying to like make this. They need happen. a vote. Twenty four owners have to vote that he can play, and then he if he could buy, he has to be approved to be a minority. He's got to whip up the owners to get him in there. So you can be a minority owner and a player on the team. Yes, the owners would have to vote, and so it'd be like the team, the AFC West teams would be like, "Fuck that," and everyone else would be like, "Tom Brady's probably good for business." Right. But like, dude, uh, right now, <laughs> right now, if I asked you. Jimmy G or Tom Brady gun to your head who plays week one? Jimmy G. Jimmy G. <laughs> but dude, I want it to I be think, Tom Brady. <laughs> dude, I don't know. Dude, Tom Brady coming out of retirement as like he's also Jimmy G's boss. So he could fire Jimmy G personally and then take his job. Oh my God. He could like personally. Can you imagine? Hey, Jimmy, we need you in the owner's box. Brady's just like the Vince McMahon now of the NFL. <laughs> exactly. He just comes out. Because here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Oh, I think that's Brady, the Tom Brady music. And Brady <laughs> comes out at, at halftime. <laughs> Romo's already like a WWE announcer anyway. He's like, Jim! <laughs> Jim Brady's coming out! Tom Brady music! <laughs> oh, my God. It, okay, more realistically, with Tom Brady, actually, maybe Brady does want to stay retired. Is this Brian Hoyer time? Are we talking about well, Brian Hoyer God, fucking no, throwing like, passes to Devontae Adams this year? The other quarterbacks the Raiders have, Brian, Brian Hoyer is an assistant coach. He's literally an assistant coach who gets paid right. to coach the other quarterbacks on Josh McDaniel's system. Aiden O'Connell, who's who's like a rookie they drafted, and Jay Monahan, 
Those are the quarterbacks. Who's Jay Monahan? Yeah, I've never uh, heard of that joke. person. I was seeing if you'd catch that. No, he's the Isn't commissioner the PGA, PGA Tour. <laughs> yeah, no, I was, I was trying it's to see uh, if we could slip that by you. They do have a fourth stringer. His name is Chase, Chase Garber. Garbers. Oh, my Lord. I figured I would just see the if I could slip The most fourth him. string name ever, Chase Garbers. Chase Garbers is not a real person. That's a fake name <laughs> on our spreadsheet. filler. <laughs> Here's what I'm going for, though, with the Brady stuff. I'm like, one, he's addicted to football. I think... Like he can say whatever he wants that he'll quit, but like tell, in September first, I'll believe him. But also, he's too old. Like, no, but he's like, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm all in. Like you have to do it twelve months a year. I think Brady's going to be amazed to be like, you know what? It's August first. Tom Brady, after actually taking a vacation to Disneyland for the first time in his life, is still better than Aiden fucking O'Connell. Easily, like Easily. he's Josh McDaniels' team. He steps in. It's like Jimmy G's too hurt to play. Who's better, Tom Brady after a vacation or Brian Hoyer and Aiden O'Connell? Like Brady's actually going to be the best option for this team. Look, I thought Brady, my prediction was that Brady was going to be on the Raiders like four months ago before he retired. But now, I don't know, man. This guy's going to be 46 in two months. <laughs> 46. He led the league in yards yeah, two old. years ago. Like 14 months ago, he led the NFL in passing yards. He was actually like fine last year, too. I don't know. I want to say he's light, lighting no, he the wasn't. world on fire <laughs> last year. He was fine. Craig, you ever yeah. seen Brian Hoyer play football? <laughs> Look, the vibes weren't great, Craig, but Dude, like his was, arm was okay. I, I I don't disagree that he would be <laughs> he would be better than Aiden O'Connell on the Raiders. <laughs> I should hope so. Dude, that would be insane if the AFC West was Mahomes, Herbert, Russell Wilson, and Brady. Those four oh, yeah. personalities. And like I those, mean Brady already walked back his Fox deal. His his broadcasting. This is very true, Craig. Good point. This is the, it's dude. I'm telling you, man. Like it just, I, I Brady's gonna call Garoppolo in. It's gonna fire his ass and walk out the field. All right. Super Bowls in Vegas this year. Can you imagine? <laughs> it's all coming together. <laughs> Should we do more like definitely not ominous headlines, or do you want to do yeah. some uh, hype? Or we could do all no. Right. I like these headlines. So the high again, it's just Chekhov's headlines. It's like any gun in the first act is going to fire in the third. It's like any headline <laughs> of these. These are all headlines in May, and I want to know how confident you guys are that we're going to come back around in September. Um, other than Josh McDaniels says, "quote No anxiety over QB situation," which is hilarious. That means he knows. <laughs> that means he knows something. He said, "I have no anxiety. You guys may have anxiety. I have no anxiety. Don't put it in a newspaper <laughs> that I have anxiety. Don't have anxiety." What's the what's the Arrested Development quote with Job? Um, oh, d don't put this on the news and recreate it so it says I killed that man. <laughs> <laughs> Craig, I think that's the first time we've ref referenced that line this entire oh podcast, which is saying something. And then it cuts to on the news him saying I killed that man, <laughs> <laughs> just like perfectly out of context. Uh, uh, next headline, definitely not ominous. Falcons expect Kyle Pitts to be ready for starter season. Okay, what happened to Pitts? How is he not ready? I thought he was. Yeah. I thought he was fine. I, I gotta I, be honest. I kind of forgot he had like a serious MCL injury. So I kind of just blocked well, that he out. He tore his MCL, and I mean, this is kind of grotesque to say, but we weren't upset. We were like, all right, let's just mercifully like let's just put this thing down for the year. <laughs> it's like, thank God, I can't seriously take any more of this. And so now it's like I, I don't honestly, dude. I'm it's out. like when I, Westworld I, ended. I was like, finally. <laughs> you think you were happy? Yeah. Oh, God. yeah <laughs> Jesus. That thing, yeah, that was definitely the Kyle Pitts of TV shows. <laughs> there was so much promise. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like when your fantasy league meets up at your house. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this is anything but a fantasy. 
So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state. Based on coverage selected. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. This episode is brought to you by Hyundai. Think about all the stuff you can do now on Sundays after the Super Bowl's over. Adventurous activities. You need a Hyundai to get you there. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped for any adventure with features like available H-Track, all-wheel drive. You can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud or available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. All right, other totally not ominous headlines. All the NFL players gambling. Don't worry, we just got one guy who's a cornerback for the Colts. We got him. The special teamer slash safety that is going to be the patsy for the entire rest of the league. He started nine games. So Colts cornerback Isaiah Rogers investigated for placing about 100 bets. Approximately 100 bets were placed in the account over an undisclosed amount of time, including on Colts games. Most of the bets were in the $25 to $50 range, although there was at least one low four-figure bet. So like saying that. He bet on his own team. All right, here's my question. Which I still think should be allowed. I was, we're going to get to that in a moment. Obviously, the follow-up here is that the Detroit Lions obviously had this issue earlier in the year, where, including Jameson Williams, the rookie receiver, or last year's rookie. They didn't bet on games. They just bet on games at the facility, which people in the NFL didn't even really know was a problem. They bet on NBA games or whatever at the facility. But my question is what Craig said. What's the problem with betting on your own games other than it looks bad? But like, there's no moral issue with betting on your own game other than you have inside information to the because you can, you can materially affect the outcome. What are you talking about? But By you winning. can't materially affect a win. It's your team. The entire fear is of throwing But if you're betting against your own team. Yeah, no. No, no we're, we're saying if you can only bet for your team. Oh, if okay. you're betting on your team to win, honestly, there's no problem with that in my mind. The only problem <laughs> is you're adjacent to all the problems and they're trying the, to put... Bet on yourself. That's like Pete usually Rose. like a really good thing. Yeah, right? Pete, Pete Rose, Rose only bet on like, his team. What did he do wrong? <laughs> so Honestly, you know what? Everyone who's not betting on their team, you probably don't. You probably don't love the game enough. You're not. You're not I mean, confident enough. How often does the term "bet on yourself" get thrown around in sports? This is what I'm Let's saying. It's like literal. a good thing. This all is these like guys a, get yeah. All these guys get Super Bowl bonuses, like thousands yeah. of dollars. Sean Payton, the year of the NFC Championship game, like 2018, his motivation tactic: he walked in to the locker room before the NFC Championship game with the Lombardi Trophy that they had won in 2009 and and, and $2 million in cash because that was the uh, Super Bowl. But I forget the exact number, but that was the bonus that they would all earn if they made the Super Bowl. And he literally was like, go get your money. And then they ran out in the field but like, what's Yo, the difference between what that is and the that? difference? Or like, or like when a you know, if you play more than X amount of games, you get more money. Like what what they have with Aaron Rodgers in his contract. Yeah. Like, isn't that essentially we're getting really close <laughs> to gambling here? Email us at ringerfantasyfootballgmail.com if you want to explain to us why that's a dumb take. But like, I yeah, bet on your own games. It's fine. Like well, Carson Wentz's contract, like he's incentivized to play because he gets paid more. So why can't he be incentivized to win and then he'll get paid more? Well, if, this quote says he's he's. Betting on games, including on Colts games. It doesn't say he's betting that the Colts will win. I guess There's that's no fair. specification. We, we, we don't know if he's betting on them losing. I However, believe, I feel I like if that, that it was to win. Yeah. If, if that was a thing, I think that would be the headline. Play. <laughs> that would be a much bigger lose. deal. Special yes. teamer agrees to throw game. May, oh, dude, maybe that's what Kadarius Tony was doing for the Giants. The short thing with the gambling stuff, I always think about the MLB commissioner um, before Bud Selig was interviewed about the Astro scandal and the, you know, all the devices and stuff. And they was asked basically about the punishments and why certain things happen. And he was like, he ignored all the details. He's like, look, every now and then in business, you just need a public execution. It's like the yeah. pirates, ye be right. warned. 
And like, that's honestly what they're doing with these players. Like the NFL, I understand it sucks that like Jameson Williams missed six games. The NFL is like, hey, see that? I mean, Calvin Ridley, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Other totally not ominous headlines. Brock Purdy on pace to start week one. <laughs> well, I, I really, I got to look into what's going on with his elbow a little bit more because everything it sounded like at the, at the end of the season was that this was like a terrible injury. And this was like essentially Tommy John and that he's like barely going to be able to throw a football come mid-August. So he opted not to get Tommy John mm-hmm. because, and he basically opted for a different kind of I don't, super less invasive. I don't even know if it's technically is a surgery, but basically, basically a type of procedure that would allow him with like just basically a lot of recovery and therapy to start throwing again. So he is on time. Like he's on time right now. He was supposed to come back in the first week of June, which was with the 49ers OTAs and start throwing. I think we'll have a better, this was like the first of many steps that are good. And he checked the box off, but there's still a bunch of boxes to be checked until, you know, honestly, at the end of the day, we're going to give Brock Purdy all the credit for going 11 and 0, but honestly, it was also like Christian McCaffrey. And I think any of these teams will be fine. Yeah. Can I, Uh, the defense helped a little. Can I just say, I'm a little surprised that this, that this Brock Purdy thing, that him starting and and like perhaps being the starter week one, I, I can't believe this is real and actually happening. Like, <laughs> well, he didn't still- lose a game. At the end of the day, it's like just basic, like if they start someone else and they lose, like you're fucked and everyone's going to be like, put the guy who never lost in. I guess I'm just surprised that this kind of didn't, I, I kind of thought this was going to end up being a Mike White thing where it's like fun mm-hmm. and everybody has a fun month. Oh, 100%. Jeremy Lin was good yeah. for a little bit. And it's like, all right, but he, he's not actually like a starting quarterback in the NFL. I, I'm just surprised that even with this like, pretty complicated injury that they're still like, we want him to be our week one starter, even though they have fucking Trey Lance and I guess Sam Darnold, whatever. But I, I just can't believe that this is real. And everyone's decided officially like Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant is the starting yeah. quarterback on like a very, very good NFL team. All right. <laughs> next up here, we got Cowboys likely to add a kicker before training camp. <laughs> the qu- okay. Remember Brett Maher? Remember Brett Maher missed four. Oh point, my point, God. PATs I forgot about the, that. Yeah. Missed four. They cut him. Steven Jones who's obviously Jerry's son. We don't see, talking about kickers, we don't see the guy that we want to trigger on yet. We'll work through that, but we don't have anything that's dialed in. Nothing ready to go right now. Kicker. Okay. Five months, they haven't fixed this. This is like me in fantasy drafts with kickers. I'm like, ah, I'll just take one at the very end. I don't know. Somebody interviews you round 13. You're like, we'll likely add one. (laughs) To be honest. Honestly, we're not going to pay a guy to go out there and practice kicking. He can just do that at home. I usually don't draft a kicker in my fantasy draft. I, I add him. Yeah, a week you wait till week season. one. Right. Yeah. yeah. Wait till like the Friday before the game start. Incredible. Uh, I also, you want to do heat checks from some incredible quotes from training camp or you want to do hype? <laughs> yeah. Let's yeah. Do yeah. Let's do heat checks. The heat checks. All right. So this is just a bunch of quotes that I've collected uh, <laughs> from the last few weeks that I got to tell you are just tickled me. Um, Bengals receiver Tyler Boyd. Quote, still to this day, I feel like if I would have played the whole AFC championship game, I was the key factor. We would have won the game. Which is the equivalent of the guy that's the equivalent of the guy, you know, who says I would have gone D1 if coach didn't hate me. (laughs) It's literally, that's literally it. Uh, It was a close game. It came down to the last play, but yeah, deep, deep thry Bruce for him saying I was the key factor. I was the key factor. (laughs) I was the key factor. It's incredible. Not Jamar Chase, not Joe Burrow. (laughs) Not T. Higgins. Talk, keep going. Joe Mixon. You can argue with <laughs> some RJP Ryan. I don't know. Yeah. Should I keep going? This is, how, this, is, he's, this is like the, is this how Contavious Caldwell Pope thinks? <laughs> it must be. 
This is how you have to think if you're a professional athlete, honestly. Well, so, yeah, that's, uh, that's always, for quarterbacks especially, you have to be a little bit insane. You have to be a little bit fucking crazy to play this position, to play this sport. Yes, you do. All right, this was my absolute favorite one. Not even close. This was my favorite heat check. So Tony Pollard, obviously last we saw him, he's in an air cast. He um, broke his leg in the 49ers game. He broke his tibia fibula. fibula. Uh, Asked how he's feeling. Tony Pollard, quote, honestly, I feel faster. He's like the rookie of the year kid from the movie, you know? (laughs) He's got the surgery and he's like got the whip now. He can just like run even faster. I just... (laughs) Sure. Yeah, sure. Sure, Tony. Sure thing. Is he even going 100% yet? No, he's not practicing. He's going 110. (laughs) I think he said he's going to run at full speed, but he's not practicing. I'm like, oh, cool. Great. Can I just just say, I, I think we need to just take tibia and fibula. And just make them the same. Tibia, fibia. What are we doing? <laughs> Tip them. Tibia, fibia. Or tibula, fibula. We just, whatever it is, just pick a side. We can't like, do this forever. <laughs> do you guys see how like some men during the pandemic would break their legs to try to get taller? Oh my God, yeah. Should we do that with Najee Harris? Break his legs, make him faster? Oh. So th- it was brought to my attention. I forgot about this. He had like a foot injury for a large portion of last year. We yes, like since the beginning of, of the year. So he'll be maybe, faster maybe. this year. <laughs> like maybe <laughs> he was healthy. He was faster. That was, I don't know. that was a conversation during training camp last year. Yeah. He had the, that's why we kind of dropped him in our rankings. He had like plantar fasciitis or whatever. I mean, yeah. that matters. I'm just saying. You forget right. these things. Heat check. Eagles tried to trade for Russell Wilson. He said no. Just, this is the, talk about your all-time backfires. My God. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Also, don't forget he the Eagles tried no. to trade Russell for- Wilson. To be clear, yeah. Russell Wilson vetoed it. He said no. He nixed the trade. Unbelievable. Also, Eagles tried to trade for Allen Robinson. Couldn't get him. Ended up settling for AJ Brown. So the Eagles <laughs> almost the Eagles tried to get Russell Wilson throwing to Allen Robinson. Fell ass backward, oh and Jalen Hurts God. throwing to AJ Brown. That reaffirms my confidence in Allen Robinson that the Eagles wanted him over AJ Brown. <laughs> It reaffirms my theory of success that most of our li- our W's and L's in life are beyond our control. It's just Everything random. Is Everything luck. is fucking random. Most yeah. GMs don't know what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> so fucking amazing. <laughs> Russell Wilson, like, it's actually crazy. But, like, if he went to the Eagles, maybe they wouldn't have been the Eagles and they would have just sucked and been the Broncos, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I think it was actually smart of him because I think he made the sober and correct decision that he did not have thick enough skin to go to Philadelphia, which was accurate. There was no home in Philadelphia that had enough bathrooms for him. So he <laughs> opted the e- for Eagles Denver. fans would have booed him even more mercilessly than the freaking Broncos fans were immediately booing <laughs> like him. Like game two, second <laughs> half, they're like, we're good. Aye, aye, aye. I love impatient fandom. I think it's one of the best parts of sports. <laughs> Fuck this, we're out. <laughs> Dude, they're counting down the play clock. I can't, there's nothing more just like, demeaning than that. Well, I think the other Philadelphia <laughs> sports teams have so much pressure because the the Sixers with the process just put all the pressure on the other teams like tenfold because like it all came out. All right. Uh, James Conner, running back for the Cardinals, asked about, you know, Cardinals being like the odds on favorite to get the number one pick. James Conner, quote, nobody believes in us, but that's okay. That's the exciting part to prove people wrong. Who are you Again. trying to convince, buddy? <laughs> Gotta be fucking crazy to play in the NFL. A little you have bit. to be crazy to make That's it That's the exciting like, part. Like, in a good way. Yeah. Usually, like, the nobody believes in this thing is cool when you're like a, you know, you're like a six seed or you're a wild card in the playoffs. Not when you're projected to be dead last. <laughs> dead last. I think, yeah, that's the thing. It's like, you forget that 
all the other teams that are awful. Also, those guys believe that they would make it and prove the doubt. We released DeAndre Hopkins, but that's the exciting part. (laughs) (sighs) Cole McCoy's our starting quarterback, but that's the exciting part. Maybe he's just cool with it because James Conner's like eight inches taller than every other skill player on the Cardinals. <laughs> oh my God, he really is. <laughs> what is uh, he, like 6'2", James Conner? 6'1"? I mean, I don't know. He's at least a foot taller than Kyler. Can't tell me anything different. Uh, not a headline, but did you guys see Travis Kelsey literally grab the microphone at the White House? <laughs> I actually no. didn't see what, what, what happened. He say? They were at the White House yesterday and... They're, you know, they're doing that thing in front of like the Rose Garden, whatever, in front of one of the White House things. And Biden is like doing the actual photo op with Mahomes and holding up the 46 jersey. And then Kelsey sees his like in the photo op and then he ditches the photo op, runs to the <laughs> mic and he's like, I've been waiting for this moment. And then Mahomes darts in like a Secret Service agent and grabs him and like pulls him away from the mic. He's like, Beyonce had the greatest video of all time. <laughs> It's like Forrest Gump when he's talking at the at the DC thing. Just pulls the mic out. Yeah. Joe what was Biden he was say? super confused. I like, don't would know. he have gotten super canceled? Like, what was going to happen to Travis Kelly? Why was Mahomes so worried about that? Oh, honestly, Mahomes ran in so quick. That, honestly, <laughs> it's the fastest I've ever seen Mahomes move. I, when he runs on, a, on the field, he didn't look as fast. I wonder if Kelsey was drunk or something, because... It's, I've never seen Mahomes move so quickly. He's like, I didn't vote for this guy. Yes. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Uh, um, there's an incredible video going on of Stefan Diggs dancing with a bunch of um, Hasidic Jews. I don't know why or where, but he's instead of going to Bill's OTAs, he's just like at some better not having the context. I feel like it's it's it, more fun, way know? better. But yeah. he's just not at Bill's OTAs. That was incredible. Also, did you see that Russell Okung, who's a former left tackle for your Seahawks, this is wild. Him? Yeah, this like, is wild. Obviously, offensive tackle for like eight, nine, ten years, three hundred plus pounds. He lost a hundred pounds and there's a photo of him. You can go to his Twitter if you want. Um, Craig, you got to click on this link if you haven't seen it. There's a side by side. It's actually insane. Like, obviously there's always those photos of like a left tackle loses weight. This is the craziest one ever. It's crazy. than Joe Thomas It's crazy. than Al Fanica, he looks, you would never in a million years think this person plays offensive line. And this week he was like, you're wondering how I did this. The answer is simple. I fasted for 40 days with nothing but water. That's a lie. Yeah. I'm sorry. It is. I, he didn't eat I don't food. Buy it. I, I've heard all my life you could only live for like 30 days without dying You're saying without that? food. He, he's so committed <laughs> to the bed, he literally launched okungfast.com. So this and is like, like the crypto thing that he was hawking really, really hard, didn't really work out. Now he's going to fasting for 40 days. Yeah, that's what crypto does to you. I mean, uh, Googling it, there's kind of conflicting <laughs> I mean, that's results in the, here. Isn't that like, like he goes on the, the show Bible. alive? You know the it's show in the Torah, alive in the Bible. or alone? It says uh, it is likely that a person could survive between one and two months without food. Mm. I look, I guess if you're a heavier guy, your body can survive by, you know, using the energy that your body has been storing in a lot of its fat. So maybe the, that's why he was able to do it. But no food for 40 days is fucking crazy. Here, here's my se- here's my secret diet thing that's super easy and anyone can do. Don't Stop eat for eating. 40 Don't days. Eat for a month. <laughs> And then what do the another fuck? ten days, dude. Like I feel like this is not a, this is not good advertising for people trying to lose weight, and so just like in general <laughs> no. for like young so sending people. Sending the wrong people, message. I'm sorry. Yeah. Can you imagine fast for, fast for a day? How about that? Can you imagine if we didn't eat between free agency and the draft. We just didn't eat food. I I just I I don't get it. I don't I don't I actually would love to talk to him about this because he looks incredible, and he also doesn't even you know how some people <laughs> when they lose a lot of weight like you can see like the the leftover skin. He looks like tight. It's because he hasn't eaten for 40 days. Yeah, I was going to say. 
In Judaism, um, the if you drop the Torah, actually, you're supposed to fast for 40 days, which I believe Stefan Diggs just learned. If you drop it, like if it slips out of your hand? Yeah, you're not supposed to drop it. 40 days feels a bit extreme. That's what I thought when I almost dropped it. <laughs> what, did, what if you don't drop fucking it? drop it. Picked it up, dropped file. it again. Is that 80 days? What if you drop it and kick it when you're trying to like catch it and then you like fumble it a little bit and you keep kicking oh, it, you know? If you're on, on day 39 and you drop it, do you have to add another 40? Wait, hold on. I'm going to throw this back. Or can you have I'm a gonna... snack first? Wait, I have to tell you guys a story. And my flex, my girlfriend, Jackie, is going flex. to be mad. I tell this. I don't care. Nice. Um, this is my favorite kind of story. It's always good when that starts that it's way. It's like, hey, yeah. listen, don't let the wife know, but I, I got a story for you. <laughs> I might have I might have I might have um told the story, but she actually once dropped the body of Christ getting communion at, at <laughs> church. She dropped it and it, you know, it's like a little wafer, so it fluttered. And mm. everyone in the in the priest and everyone just watches it and it just lands. And then the priest made her pick it up and eat it. Oh, wow. The body five of second, Christ. The five-second rule counts five for the body of Christ. Five-second rule for Jesus. <laughs> the priest. Are we out of crackers? <laughs> five-second rule. Oh, my God. Blow on it. It's a three-day rule. There's, like, so many. This is, yeah. But I was just like, because, you know, I'm Jewish. I haven't been in that situation. I'm like, they do this every Sunday, don't they? You, you think they would have been more like this has to happen a few times a year in in some churches high fits they the priest will just put it in your mouth just go doink and like put it on your tongue oh like an alley oop like, like, like a baby bird like a mother bird <laughs> really <laughs> doink right on your sometimes tongue you like go like, up chew and you it stick up. your tongue out those are probably all the priests who've seen people drop it I grew up Catholic for the record so uh, it, you know I've, had that. I've done that you know how in tennis there's like the ball boys and girls who stand on the side and the second the ball hits the net they run across and grab it. They should have one just ready to go. That's in the case altar somebody... boys. Yeah. yeah. Gotta be just keep your head on a swivel. Yeah, yeah, right. Just to put DeAndre Hopkins is just like huge hands. We're really All off right. the rails now. Um, what, what else we got? Russell O'Connor. Kenny Pickett got his car <laughs> stolen and the new Steelers playbook was in it. Oh no. Yeah, but it was alright. The car was found soon after. It was kind of a uh, it was like a crazy guy stole his car. But um, yeah, George Pickens. <laughs> George Pickens wanted another place. Listen, this I'm he wanted to this. put this in more than just like go routes. He's like <laughs> he's like, like, like drawing them in with a sharpie, straight lines and red crayon. <laughs> and like, is this like a manifesto? It's like the Unabomber. Who did this? Uh, look, I'm happy that I'm sorry. I, the, the, the dog that I'm living with right now. It's not my dog. It's Liz's family dog. It's just going. <laughs> the dog shit. that I'm living with. Your roommate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> your dog roommate. It's not my weed, mom. I'm he's actually a great dog, but he, he, somebody just <laughs> walked in. He's that I'm living the with. Dog that I'm living with. <laughs> I love how uh -huh. you put that. But anyway, I'm ha I'm happy. I'm happy. Pickett's got the playbook in his car. You know what I mean? That means he's studying. studying. Up. Yeah, he's There's taking it to positive the buzz around shop. the. A lot of positive buzz around the Steelers. I feel like Kenny Pickett. The, what's going on right now? The, the the new playbook, the kind of like evolution of the offense, and kind of like taking the training wheels off Kenny Pickett. It just seems like people really. See, I, there's a lot of. Haven't you guys noticed? There's a lot of like buzz around him being like ready to be a leader and he's a leader for how young he is and he's like taking over this Pittsburgh offense as like a real leader. I feel like there's a lot of stories about that. I also More think so the playbook will be different. Matt Canada, the offense coordinator, we have whinged a lot about the Steelers, but I actually think what happened was Tomlin gave an edict on how they were going to play to minimize turnovers for Pickett and give him yeah. not that much at his plate. And I think the Steelers offense, I mean, Mason Rudolph, who's been there for what feels like forever now, uh, a very long six years, basically said that the offense is... <laughs> way different and there's it's just like a real fucking offense now was his point 
So, so we're, we're going on year three of giving Matt Canada an excuse for why the offense sucked, right? The first time it was, oh, Ben Roethlisberger is not letting him run anything. They have to sit in shotgun. And now it's like, oh, Mike Tomlin actually is the reason why the offense was so played I think this that's year. true, though. Yeah, like, I we'll think see. it's true. We'll see. So I, I, I think the Steelers are pretty, pretty obvious bounce back team. <laughs> bounce back? They were nine and eight. How oh, dare yeah. you? DK, what was, what was the Michael Thomas headline you sent me? Uh, I don't know what the actual headline is, but legitimately, Saints Twitter is a buzz today. You guys, there's a the boys are buzzing as Austin. You, you likes sent to say. us some tweet uh, because Mike Thomas was at practice. Stop. Hold on. What? He didn't. Sure. He didn't practice. He didn't actually practice. He was at practice. Uh, there's a difference there. <laughs> he did. I, I, what even happened to this guy? He doesn't. He doesn't own the dog. He's just living with the dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, per Mike Triplett, Mike Thomas worked off to the side with all the QBs and took mental reps during other drills as he worked his way reps. back from last year. I so was also the use those. of mental reps is going to give me an aneurysm. It's been 700 <laughs> fucking days since this guy was like a regular participant in games. And he's taking mental reps. What is wrong with him? What's going on with this injury? Or he's the Kawhi injuries? Leonard of football. Who's more frustrating, Kawhi Leonard to Clippers fans or Michael Thomas to Saints fans? No, Kawhi because Kawhi actually does play sometimes. Michael so Thomas think- is forty catches in the last like twelve hundred days. <laughs> per Catherine Tur- Terrell, he simulated some routes. Simulated some routes. Well, ChatGPT. What does that even mean? <laughs> Him and Russell Wilson are out there just throwing fake passes and catching them. Oh my good lord! I just can't handle this Mike Thomas stuff anymore. I'm just I'm out. I'm done. I I was out last year. I can't handle it anymore. I don't want to hear about him simulating routes or taking mental reps. I don't. I'm done. I don't want to hear about him anymore. Also, a lot of people were calling him Mike Thomas on Twitter today. Did we? Did I miss the memo that we're all supposed to call Mike now? Twitter handle is can't Can't guard Mike. Mike. Okay, I I understand that, but everyone's called him Michael Thomas for his entire career until this today. What okay, are we doing? DK, I can tell DK <laughs> fucking hates this guy because is he's it, like, is Michael, why is it, or is it Mike? Fibula. What is it? I, DK's like, Michael or Mike, pick one. What like, is that's it? That's how Which I know DK hates someone. That's the straw that broke the camel's back. He's I like, know. all right, now I've had it. Mike. I mean, I understand like off the cuff calling him Mike Thomas, but like I saw on like pro football talk, they're calling him Mike Thomas. When, did, when did he change from Michael Thomas? Sounds like a problem with, with Mike Florio, honestly. <laughs> I don't know. The guy who wrote that's name is probably Mike. Anyway, I don't, I don't know what to tell you, Dan. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, good uh, point. Fair enough. This is for the tea time gang. Josh Allen is dating Haley Steinfield. Yeah, Steinfeld. Steinfield. <laughs> I fuck. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Had one chance. Uh, We're never gonna let us do this again. Uh, did you just read her name for the first time? <laughs> no, I just know someone from college whose name Steinfeld. It was a whole thing. I don't want to get into it. I just. I've been conditioned to say fi- it doesn't when sound the like fell a whole to thing. the fields. When you get it wrong, they get really sensitive about it. So anyone out there, especially my Jewish brethren who know a field or a feld and you get it wrong, they get really upset. So it's just deep in my brain. I'm always curious how these type of relationships come together because they're obviously both famous people, but like, I can't imagine they run in any of the same circles or I, I just like don't know how thing you can't imagine. Why is it? Cause Josh Allen's like a golden retriever. I, I don't know. I, I guess I don't see Josh Allen as like an L.A. Hollywood guy. And, he, you know, he's probably working out in Buffalo a lot of the time. I just don't know how I don't know how this happens. I mean, Do they like are at a party and they just like strike up a conversation or was this kind of like a one person asking, says, hey, are you asking how human courtship happens? Well, they're rich, I think young celebrity and talented. courtship is different. 
Mm. They're rich, young, yeah, and talented. True. So that's a small world. And then also Josh Allen's rep by CAA. So I don't know. There's events and like like when you see that like Brad Pitt and Emily Rodakowski are on a dinner date, that's not just because they like ran into each other. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> they, that is definitely like a yeah. highly manufactured and highly choreographed situation that they put Are you together. saying Pete Davidson hasn't just like met matched with all these people in Hinge? You know, Pete might be the only one I actually <laughs> might disagree. <laughs> I, I, everyone, all the reports say that Pete is just like a good time and women just like hanging out with him. Good it's hang. Just, yeah, straight up. <laughs> the new John Mulaney special, he's like, everyone blame Pete Davidson for my cocaine problem because he has tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, I, I, I like Josh Allen and Haley Steinfeld. Damn it, I'm just, I can't say it. Steinfeld. Steinfeld. Properly. I know, it's, I know. You, you said it that time, right? Did you we don't it? have a lot of, um, we don't have a lot of NFL player celebrity uh, partners, right? Who do we have? It's like all Aaron Rodgers. Honestly, Brady and Giselle took it up, and Rodgers and his various, like you know, we had we had Romo with Carrie Underwood. Mm. Yeah, Romo with um, Faith Hill. Uh, no, no, it was uh, no Faith Hill's with Tim McGraw. Uh, it was Carrie oh Underwood? God. Who else was it? So many people are screaming right now at this podcast. <laughs> it was Jessica Simpson. <laughs> oh yeah, Jessica oh, yeah. Simpson for sure. But like, I'm trying to think. Like in the last ten years. Has it really Email been a celebrity fantasy football at gmail.com if there's like if you're a celebrity matchmaker, tell us how that whole industry works. Well, because there were who Craig, who was the couple that was very obviously set up by their um managers? It was um who's the girl who did Havana? Tom Cruise. Camila Caballo. Well, that one. They're <laughs> still together, dude. I know, but I felt like that was out of spite because everybody thought that real. was fake, but they've been dating for like who? fucking three or four years. Camila Cabello and Sean Mendez. But yeah, it was fake, and then are. they were like, no, it's not, and then they actually liked each other. It's like a rom-com on it. That would be a good rom-com. It's like a reality TV show where you like have to pick somebody to marry at the end, but then you actually stay married to them. But yeah, I don't know. Like, you know, Mahomes, Burrow, like most of these big names in the NFL are not with celebrities. Good couple. Jimmy G, come on. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy G was women are famous, famous in their own right. For a <laughs> Different kind of she, fame. He was with the movie star for a minute there. <laughs> so Motion pictures. He's a thespian. A Jimmy film G. star, if you will. <laughs> All right, you guys want to do some emails? Sure. Emails. Oh, we haven't we haven't been doing emails? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this went off the rails like hours ago. How long? <laughs> oh, okay, we, we're good. We're it good. went off the rails somewhere when Mike when DK was like, Michael, talk, and you know what he goes? Bye, Mike. <laughs> Everyone's calling him Mike now. I didn't get the memo. You're you're writing Mike in articles. I didn't know that we we're doing he that. He didn't yet. write it though. I don't want to defend him, but that's not him. He didn't do that. Well, I'm not mad at Mike. Anyway, last episode, Craig was nailed it when he was like, "Why do old people always say no offense, mom? But why do old people say quarter to five? And we got so many emails. Shout out to you and the dozens of British and Australian people who pointed out that they also do. And there's something about the. Uh, I forget the name. I'm sorry. The English empire, whatever, like the English diaspora of, I don't know if they teach it in schools, but young people in those countries also do it. But apparently it's not just them. I, we got an email from Mickey. Talk about an old person name, Mickey, who's in his twenties. Love that name. Mickey. I think of Rocky. Uh, he says, my wife and I moved to the Netherlands a few years ago. And to this day, we are still frustrated. Anytime our Dutch friends talk about time because basically the entire culture talks about time in that older way of like quarter two, quarter past, except they make it more convoluted. First of all, talk about something like 530. The Dutch actually just say half six. That means I think the British 
British say this too. I, I want to say I mentioned this. I don't know if it made it oh. into the pod last time, but yes. Maybe. So 7.30 is half eight, but then the entire time telling is based on half marks. So 6.40 is actually, 6.40 is 10 past half seven. There's no way they get say Get out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Four, <laughs> 4.25 is, it's five before half five. Dude, don't. <laughs> Sally oh sells seashells. <laughs> it's five before half five. Shut up. They don't really do that, do they? Dude, that's the Netherlands. This makes it's my insane. dad saying like, oh, we're going to leave about 10-2 sound like nothing. <laughs> it's a riddle. We also asked people to email because one of us, I don't remember who said, um, take it for granted. And we started talking about phrases that you say wrong. And we asked people to email them stories of phrases you got wrong. Oh, my God. Shout out to everyone who emailed us these phrases. I Honestly, the vulnerability that was displayed was incredible. I thought we'd get a lot of people making fun of their friends. We actually got a lot of people admitting that they did something. Um, so <laughs> like thank it. you to everyone who emailed in. I want to shout out a few. Ben, ben. my grandpa Bob has been yelling stack them instead of sack them at football games for his entire <laughs> life. <laughs> That's great. Thank you, Ben. I love that. Ben also said that until I was about 12 years old, I didn't know that obese was a word. I thought people were saying a beast. <laughs> I like the, uh, yeah, I especially like the ones where people think that they're saying something completely unrelated. Not even just like saying it, but people think it's something totally different like this. A beast. Uh, Justin wrote in to say, my mom and dad always pronounced hors d'oeuvres wrong. And that caused me to say it wrong my whole life. The, my parents and I would say whore divorce. Oh boy. Were they doing it like ironically is my question. No, they just thought it was whore Like whores divorce. Yeah, like I've heard people jokingly say that. Uh, definitely not jokingly. He says, I said, it my whole, I said it my whole life, never thought anything of it. And the first time it took my then girlfriend, now wife, to my parents' house for Christmas. I said, we're not having a traditional meal. We just have a lot of whore divorce. And she stared at me dumb. <laughs> oh my God. Whore divorce. Tanner says, I dated a girl in high school who couldn't say the and at M&M's and just called him M.M. What? Okay. <laughs> It's a bit weird. Uh, Levi, who wants to know Levi. he grew up in the Deep South. Levi. Levi. Until I was about 24 years old, I said Chester Drawers instead yeah, of Chester heard, Drawers. <laughs> I thought yeah, some guy named drawers. Chester invented drawers. <laughs> Best parts, my mother is a speech therapist and never noticed. <laughs> oh, man. Speech therapists don't always know all the idioms, I guess. They just know how to pronounce things. Derek says, I've been saying a phrase wrong my whole life, and my wife just corrected me a few months ago. For context, I think I'm an intelligent person. I'm a pharmacist. I'm married. I have children. However, <laughs> I was making dinner. I decided to tell my wife I was going to make her dinner a little fancier. I told her I was going to jizz it up. <laughs> <laughs> my wife looked at me puzzled from across the room. <laughs> it's so fucking That's funny. unfortunate. She looked at me puzzled from across the room while feeding our toddler and asked me to repeat myself. I said... <laughs> I'm going to jizz up your dinner. He doubled That's down. just when they make you say it slower. Sorry, what? She says, did <laughs> you, you say mean, it back? She says, did you mean zhuzh? He says, my whole life, I've been telling people I was going to jizz it up. I'm 33 <laughs> years old. How has no one, like, how, how's no one corrected him before, his, before that? I Is think it, that what's zhuzh? I've actually never heard this expression. Is that a... Yeah, zhuzh it up. Like, uh, Is that Yiddish? Right, put it this way. I, I have recently started adding chives. Fresh cut jives to my um my eggs. That uh, you're zhuzhing it up. I'm gonna zhuzh it up a little. Okay, you know okay. you're adding you know garnish or spicing. Yeah, you're something. jizzing it up. Okay, jizzing yeah. it up. It's got it. <laughs> Semantics. 
Did I tell you guys this? I don't remember if it's on or off the pot. I, I didn't know what running train meant. I just thought it meant getting run over by a train. Excuse so me. I used, I used that in college to a professor to their face. I was like, yeah, that test really ran train on me. Because I told them, like, you got to run over by a train. Are you kidding oh, me? Like, I, you know, like, you know, the old time, like they tie up a woman, put her on the train tracks and like those weird old cartoons. And then someone has to go and like untie her. I thought that's what it meant. Like, oh, yeah, you're going to get run over yeah. by a train. So I told the professor that I the test ran train on me. That, what did the professor say to you? On luckily, they probably had no idea, right? Did they say, can Mouth, you say that again? Slower? What, what did Mouth, you say? <laughs> Mouth agape. Stunned, really changed the tenor of the conversation and our relationship. <laughs> and then I walked home, told my, asked my friends what it meant. Ugh. I had a friend Tough. who used to think floor to ceiling windows was Florida ceiling windows. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why these are so funny. This we got so an good. email from someone. I'm sorry, forget your name. Someone said until they were went to college, they did not realize that when you walk up to a restaurant, you're like party of four. But everyone just says it so fast. They thought it was a different language. They thought it was French. Like, party four. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't matter how many people you had, you would just say party four. Party four. <laughs> um, this, is, this, is, this one's incredible. This one's from, this one's great. This one's from Darren. 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 He says, I honestly thought I would take this one to my grave, but I can't not share this. I grew up in the early 2000s, so my middle and high school years took place during the days of downloading rap songs from Napster or LimeWire and then porting them over to iTunes so they could go on my iPod. And the combination of the random internet downloads and the tiny iPod screen made the artist names all kinds of wonky. Worse, the Napster songs often left out punctuation. So you download a song and it's by, it looks like Jay-Z, Feet, Lil Wayne, T.I., Kanye West. Mm -hmm. I remember this. Now, most of us are smart enough to know what that means. Jay-Z, Feet, Lil Wayne, T.I. Kanye West. But young Darren wasn't smart enough. Young Darren saw this feet guy everywhere. And young Darren couldn't for the life of him figure out how or why feet was on every freaking song. Nobody <laughs> was funny. talking about him. That's good. I figured feet must be the guy that makes the beats or something because he never got a verse. And it took me five years Five years <laughs> until one day I looked closely at and saw there was a period after feet. And that's when it dawned on me that feet stood for featuring and that I was an unbelievable idiot. And feet was day, just the original Metro Boomin was feet. <laughs> feet would actually be a good name for a feet feet for a producer feet. It's so good to this day. I've been so embarrassed about this that I've never actually told a soul, but now as a 30 year old man, I think it's time to come close. <laughs> That's, that's honestly, good. we, that's very, we really uh, appreciate that, Darren. I this emailed him back. I told him it's a safe space um, that, you know, between us and everyone listening. You know. And the millions of people listening. Yeah. Uh, email us at ringerfantasyfootballgmail.com if you have more mispronunciation stories. It's really good. Uh, we'll be coming to you next week. Running back tears or running back just thoughts. Interesting running backs. Interesting running backs. All right. Thank you, DK. Thank you, Craig. Thank you, Producer Kai. Well, thank you, Lauren. Lauren. Thank you, James Brown. Oh. Or thank you, Europe. Oh, that's The good. band. Wow. Great How about that? Nice. Final countdown. Final countdown. I think I've already done this one already, but that's okay. I. You've probably right. done most of the artists. You've probably yeah. repeated like a hundred times at this point. Yeah. But yeah. Just what driving the guy who keeps track insane. <laughs> 
He hates you. He's like, first it's Danny, now it's Dan. <laughs> They're even writing Dan. I, he's, the guy's done Drake six times. My mom calls me Daniel. If you really want to get a little crazy. Is that right? Yeah. When she's mad at you or just kind of normally? No, it's just like I grew up Daniel till high school. Weird. I feel like you kind of took the opposite path as the traditional. I went way. the other way with it. Yeah. I had the opposite where it was like I was in college and I started writing things and they were like, all right, what's your bothering going to be Danny? And I was like, you know, they were basically like, you know, like a loser idiot child, Danny, <laughs> you're time for Daniel's son. I was like, I, I like being idiot childs. Let's do Europe next week. All right. Just cause this, you know, it's getting a little fat, <laughs> getting a little long, wrap it this up. Po- this podcast needs to fast for 40 days. Jesus. It's the new diet craze. Super easy. You You can do it in your normal life. Just don't eat for 40 days. (laughs) There's no product we can sell you. You you can't make money (laughs) off it. That's why it's not popular because you can't make money off this diet craze. Simply stop buying food. (laughs) Can I ask a stupid question? Save a ton of money. Your body's got the fat stored. That is what it's for, right? Yeah. You know? Yeah. What's the problem? So, like, you know how whales have, like, all the blubber on them? Because... (laughs) Like, what if a whale just stopped eating for, like, uh, like three years? Would it be really skinny? Well, they do hibernation. Yeah, yes. I don't, first of all, I'm not a doctor. Second of all, you're the... They would. Yeah, I think so. And you're the bulk pod guy. I, I, <laughs> like, thank you. I am. <laughs> so that if is you're going to cut, title. like... This, this is, is the antithesis like of the, the bulking be- pod. No, they. it's a gain-lose. Right, right. Cutting and bulking. What, what was his energy like? You know what I mean? Like, how did he have energy to do anything? Was he that's, that's actually a good question. Just water. It's, it's very clear on okungfast.com, Craig. It's just water. Also, it's give your email and the button is not submit. It's tap in. I'm going to tap in right now. Like, how did he get out of bed? Like, how did he stay awake for 14 hours a day? I don't get it. <laughs> We're so spoiled, too, in America. It's like, have you guys ever actually been hungry? Like, hunger, like, is actually painful. Yes, I have been hungry. No, but like the way we think of it. <laughs> not okung hungry. But we haven't hungry. actually been hungry. <laughs> not okungry. Or, yeah, oh, there we go. All right, let's. Uh, well, I'm on the Alcoon website. <laughs> the bottom, not a medical professional. My advice should not replace medical advice. Or yeah, don't don't not seek, eat for forty days. I think that's pretty safely. What was his first meal say. back? That's it. God, should we get her? I don't think we. I actually think we have better chance of getting. Uh, were we we were at, we were gonna get AJ Brown on to tell him he doesn't donate enough to charity with the hundred dollar bills. We have a better chance of that happening. <laughs> I think getting Russell Okun. I wonder if you overate and then threw up. That happens all the time on Survivor when they get to like go off and like enjoy a feast because they want a challenge. They always overindulge and then they puke it all up because their stomachs are so small and they get sick. This is kind of reminds me of like, you know, your friends. Who, I actually have a friend. Shout out. Um, my good friend Woodrow. He's a Newfoundland. He's a dog. They got like my friends have a dog influencer. Woody. Account. Woody. Woodrow is the is and, your friend the dog? So now we've got uh, a roommate dog and a friend dog. Oh, Woodrow's the, dog. Woodrow's the dog or your friend? Or no, both, Woodrow's I the guess. dog. Okay. Woody. It's great. He's huge. He's like 150 pounds. Crazy big. Did I oh, I think I've friend, seen this guy Woodrow? on your Instagram. I did. I just love the dog. I'm I I just I just love the dog, man. That okay, that kind of usurps it, my weird. Yeah, phrase. you just said a dog is your friend. You said my well, I got friend confused. Woodrow. I, who is I, a dog? I, I, I you just casually him. mentioned that my, my buddy Woodrow and I were hanging this is like, on a walk. Well, I tripped over my own my feet. My four-year-old son introduces me to my dog, George. I was he in says, the this is my friend George. Daddy, this is my friend George. That's what he says to me. You just literally did that to us. 
I was in the middle <laughs> saying my friend's dog. And then I pivoted to talk about the dog Instagram account. So I just said my friend, the dog. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Should I even say the thing at this it's point? It's not my no dog. It's just my yeah. friend. Go ahead. Okay. Say the thing. It's it, All I was going to say is like, you know, the dog influencer life, you go on Instagram and it's like, oh my God, I want a dog. It's so great. And all these amazing, look at, you know, the dog everywhere. But like what doesn't make the Instagram is like when the dog gets diarrhea and you're sitting at three in the morning shaving the hairs around its butthole. Like that's also part of dog ownership. No one puts that on the gram though. Yeah. 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 That I doesn't want, make the story. I, I, I think. There's a lot of parts of this Russell Okung fast that may not, you know, have made the blog. Mm, yeah. It's hard on the body to fast Did, for 40 days. Also, real question here. Do you, do you stop going number two? <laughs> <laughs> I would say probably. Yeah. That's, is, that's in the Torah. I think this is part of like the reason he thinks it's a good thing is because you're like cleansing your body of. Okay. Waste. But also this, hear me out. If your body is eating itself to lose weight, right? Like it's it's using the fat storage to to gain energy. Is there a byproduct? Is there a waste byproduct oh, that wow. you would you would poop out? Like, are you shitting out your own fat? That's a <laughs> good question. I don't know. <laughs> That's a good question. Well, it's because like chemotherapy actually it breaks it down to the molecular level. You actually piss out your cancer. So are you pissing out your fat or are you shitting out the fat? Like it's not. It, it can't be like a perfectly efficient cycle with no with no waste product if he if your body's right. just eating it there has to be some type of waste he's drinking the water right. so yeah definitely you piss out the fat <laughs> kai, kai just kai just texted us this is truly riveting <laughs> it's a good question though you're right like your I body's mean, the, what, what's the you're operating asking base? the questions we all want to know here craig do you poop out your fat <laughs> all right we have so many doctors on the show Email us at ringoffantasyfootball@gmail.com. Can we get actual doctors, like preferably from your work email or something, so I don't have to like make sure I know you're a doctor. Um, and <laughs> someone's work email be like, "Yes, you do poop out fat, Mister Podcast." Ringoffantasyfootball@gmail.com. <laughs> Seriously, please email us about pooping out fat, about <laughs> phrases you're not using correctly, which <laughs> also about football. If you want actual football things, we can do that too here. Uh, thank you, everyone. I did the thank yous. Cool. Goodbye, everyone.